This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him. And, you know, just as we just know on this April Fool's Day, just remember that just because they say it doesn't mean it's not true just because it's April Fool's Day. We pray for you. We pray that something we say today would just impact you, that the story that you're hearing today would make a real big impact on your life. It's just so important, but we really, would really, yeah, really have a hard time my lips today. Martha, tell people how they can get on, get in touch with us. Well, there's a lot of ways they can get in touch with us, Jim, but we actually have a listener line that people can call into, 866 713 Nine six seven five eight six six seven one three work. Please feel free to call and leave a message there, and I get notified right away that there's a voicemail, and I listen to it. Um, we just want to hear from our <clears throat> listeners, hear how um, God might be moving in their workplace, or sometimes, Jim, you even get emails from people that are saying, "Hey, I'm thinking about this. You know, what is your advice or counsel?" wise counsel, suggestions, experience in that area. And so we are here for you. To we would love to be that right. resource if we can. So yeah. feel free to contact us on our, on our website, iworkforhim.com, contact page. Our emails are out there as well. So there's lots of ways to do that. Yeah, we recently got an email from a, a listener named Vance up in Illinois in the Chicago area saying, hey, is there like a Christian robotics association? I really want to get in, I want to get connected to Christians in my area of manufacturing. Do you know anybody? And I knew somebody, which was weird. Somebody that we interviewed last Not weird. Summer. It's Not, a God thing. Okay. That's what I meant to say. All right. <laughs> All right. Since it's April 1st. I want to honor Martha's grandfather, Frank Haynes, who was born on this date in 1909. Grandpa Frank was a godly man who went to his eternal place in kingdom, in the kingdom in 1998. However, I want to draw attention to him because you've heard Martha and I talk about our grandparents many times on this show because they had left a spiritual legacy for the two of us to follow in. They were married over 66 years, maybe mm. even 67. They loved each other. They were amazing. They prayed on their knees until within the last six months of their lives together. Um, they were only because I don't think they could pray on their knees anymore. But they were amazing people who lived a legacy of loving the Lord and running alongside each other. And, and so I just want to make sure we knew on April 1st, it was his birthday. Frank was one of those men who presumed nothing and loved everyone. He invested heavily in everyone around him. He was beloved. And his wife, Helen, was he and his wife, Helen, stand as an example to Martha and I of two of the most impactful Jesus following couples who've ever invested in our lives. Happy birthday, Frank. Your impact is being felt 21 years after you died on your 110th birthday. Mm. You know, investing in others is a gift. That's what we talked about with Martha's grandpa, Frank. He invested his life in me. That was, and us as a couple, they did it all the time. Todd Hopkins gets to invest in people all the time through Office Pride, commercial office cleaning, and as well, the CBMC Young Entrepreneurs Program right here in Tampa Bay. And he's been mentoring others. He's got 135 franchisees across the country. Todd Hopkins, you have been on iWork for him so many times, but I'd love to draw attention to this young, uh, the young professionals group, young, they're young entrepreneurs, they're young professionals that you are busy mentoring uh, through the CBMC YP program. Why don't you tell us about that? And welcome back to iWork for him. Hey, Jim, it's great to be here. And, and I love talking about the CBMC young professionals. These guys, uh, they get together, they, they all go to different churches. 
we uh, actually put them together in peer groups. So it'll be about nine or ten guys in one group. They meet once a month behind closed doors for three hours. I have two of those groups that I actually, <clears throat> excuse me, I actually facilitate. Uh, there's a couple of groups that they facilitate themselves, where we've trained up a young guy to uh, be the facilitator. We have a local guy, Dan Shock, that facilitates a couple of groups, and they're growing. We just had a luncheon recently, and there were a lot of people that are interested. So these young guys, and I say young. Well, younger than, I'm talking about under, younger than us for sure. Under 40 years old, and these guys, uh, they uh, they love the Lord, but they seek guidance on how to serve God in the marketplace. How do we do that? And they they get strength in each other. So it's been really cool to be a part of. And where do people find if they if they, we got young professionals listening? To the, and we're talking just guys. This is a program just for guys. It is men's ministry. You, you haven't you haven't got any ladies willing to run a young professional ladies group yet. Well, I think there's a ladies group that's uh, uh, going, but I don't know the information on okay. that. But, but there is how, something How do people find ladies. out about the, the CBMC YP group? Yeah, it's cbmcyp.com. That's fairly simple. Yeah, they just go there, and there's a lot of information there, and can plug in your information. Todd Hopkins, it's April Fool's Day. It is. What is the worst April Fool's joke you've ever played? <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, I, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember an April Fool's joke that I played or even when someone played one on me. I, and maybe I just tried to forget, but I, I don't recall. Now, I will tell you, Office Pride, we incorporated on April 1st. And, and for years, I, I would try to tell people that wasn't a joke, <laughs> you know, that we were serious about it. And, and so today we sell our, we've been in business 27 years and we start our 28th year today. That is that, Look, happy birthday. Should we sing? No, I don't think so. So Jim, let's flip it around. Let's you must it. be thinking of a, a tremendously horrible April Fool's <laughs> joke that you played on somebody I at some imagine. point. Okay. We're going to go raw here. Really, really raw. Uh, okay. So, it doesn't involve me, does no, it? No, it does not. I didn't think so. But it <laughs> <Okay>. was, <laughs> so there was this letter going around in the mid eighties that was, that was meant to be like this, this dramatic letter of a guy writing a letter to a, a, a lady and, and talking about just kind of talking about it, it just kind of led in a direction you thought it was going to be about a relationship, but it was all about at the end, just like, listen, seriously, there's no Easter bunny. And, and it was just, it was supposed to be funny. It was this, this dramatic letter. And so for some reason, I decided to send this letter to somebody that I worked with in 1987. It was not funny. And it was on April Fool's Day and I got in deep trouble at work. So it was like, well, huh? it did not go well. Do you remember me telling I you about don't. that? I don't. It was, I'm, it was horrible. I, I actually, I think if I, I wish, forget them on purpose. Too. I wish I no knew kidding. the name of that person I worked with so I could apologize to them today because I still think about it, Martha. So I just remember that um, we used to do the silly things, you know, like salt in the sugar shaker, you know, sugar bowl and, you know, unscrew the top of the salt. You know, I lived a very on the edge life, you know, things like taking the lid <laughs> off of the salt shaker, you know, so people would dump it on their food. No, I mean, that was that was the extent of the April Fool's jokes in our family. But you did talk about my grandfather and my grandfather and his youngest son, my uncle, actually had this both had April 1st birthdays. So it was kind of a funny thing that that was like a family birthday. And my grandpa was quite the jokester and his was more joke telling and so we got to the point in life where we would be like, oh, joke number 52, 
joke number 193. You know, he just had a joke for everything, and he was a fun-loving guy. So that's my memories of April Fool's. <sighs> Todd Hopkins following Jesus is no joke. It's as, not. As we've come here, we're, we're just finished the first quarter of the year. Did you reach all the goals you had to date? Oh, uh, we're getting there. I mean, I would say we're on track. So, uh, we, well, what's, what's we, one of the biggest goals that that you have for 2019? That you know, okay, we're a quarter of the way through. Are you on track? What, what's one of the biggest goals you have for Office Pride or for yourself personally? You choose. Yeah, our big goal for Office Pride is we want to. We're actually doing a cultural shift in how we view our customers and what we're striving for. So we we're actually trying to shift everyone's perspective from trying to have satisfied customers to amazed customers. Because you think about it, if you were to grade your service on a scale of one to five, and one's unhappy and and five is very happy, a lot of times satisfied's in the middle. It's average. And so what we're trying to teach everybody literally in one year is that we're not going for satisfaction anymore. We're above average. We're going for amazement. We're going for the five out of five on the on the ratings chart. So we're big into that right now, and we're doing podcasts. We're sending out books. We're, we've got a speaker coming in. All those things to try to help our franchisees see the value of amazing the customers rather than just going for satisfaction. Now, if somebody buys a franchise and operates a franchise for Office Pride, you have an annual event. You bring everybody together in an annual event. When is that annual event for you? So it's in September. Uh, this year, it's uh, later in September in Chattanooga, Tennessee this year. So we actually got Mark Whitaker coming in to speak, who's a chief operating officer of CBMC. He's going to be informant. sharing. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he's going to be sharing. His story, we have Shep Hyken coming in, who's probably the top customer service amazement speaker in the world. So uh, we're real excited to have Shep coming in to speak to our franchisees. Todd, you know, I love how you and Scott Ramsey have chosen just so many people for us to talk to around the country who have chosen to be one of your 135 franchisees up to this point in time, employing over almost 5,000 employees across the country. Why don't you introduce our guest in Fort Myers? Absolutely. Well, uh, today, Bill Staggs is with us from Fort Myers. Him and his wife, Crystal, are on an Office Pride franchise. They actually were in the cleaning business prior to joining Office Pride and really kind of converting over. So it's been kind of fun to see how his business has uh, evolved since that point. But they joined us, uh, Bill, I think, what, two and a half years ago, 2016. And um, so, man, he's a guy that really loves the Lord, and I've really enjoyed just getting to know him. And I think the listeners will, too. So, Bill Staggs, welcome to Iron Work for him. Hey, great to be here. So one of the things, Bill, when we um, have a new guest come on the show to help our listeners get to know you a little bit, just tell us how you became a follower of Jesus Christ. Well, um, you know, Todd probably didn't tell you, but I can ramble on, so I'll try to keep it short. We've got, we've got control of your microphone, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, basically, um, you know, I was in my 20s and um, still very much out in the world doing things you're not supposed to do. And um, me and a couple of buddies of mine were going out to uh, to do what we did with this party and chase girls one night. And uh, one of them got invited to a, a local church for a play on a Saturday night. And there was a girl there that my friend wanted to meet up with. So we went to that play. And um, basically, long story short, we sat through the whole play, and uh, they did an altar call at the end of the play, and all three of us ended up going to the altar. Now, wow. the, the, the great thing is that um, it's, that stuck with me, 
the unfortunate thing is it really didn't stick with the other two guys that I was with. But for me, that was the beginning because, um, you know, I still went out that night and did things I shouldn't have been doing. But that was the, the corner where, where God started working in my life and pushing me in the right direction and, uh, and cutting things away. So what was the play? Honestly, I don't remember the name of it, but it's a pretty common play uh, in Christian churches, and it's um, it's it's a play about hell. About you know these, it shows these people that live a normal life, and and you know they die unexpectedly, and and you know some of them go to heaven, some of them don't, um, and and it's a common play and a common name, like, judge, uh, like Judgment House, that kind of thing, like a Judgment House thing. Does that ring a bell? It doesn't matter, I suppose. All right, so that's awesome. So, so Bill, you start walking with the Lord. You're in your early twenties. At what point in time did you realize that God cared as much about your Monday as He did about your Sunday morning? Well, as life you know moves on, um, and and just like the parable of the sower, you know, um, you know, Satan tried to work pretty quick um, in in pushing me away from God, and that actually that very thing, you know. Um, was kind of the thing that I noticed is that, you know, God desired a relationship with me. He did not just a two hour on the weekend thing. You know, he, he actually wanted me to interact with him seven days a week. And that's, and when I started to notice that, you know, that kind of, for me, that proved he was real. Mm. You know, it was validation. So, Okay, so you figure this out. You start walking with the Lord. At what point in time did you meet Crystal? She wasn't the girl that you guys went to go meet at the play, right? <laughs> no, no. I'm actually from Kentucky, so this was way up there. I moved to Florida in '04, um, and in I think, boy, she would she would hit me if she was here because I can't remember the exact date. But basically, I have a uh, pretty extensive construction background, and I got hurt on the job, and um, I got sent for physical therapy, and she uh, was in worked in the office, the physical therapy office, and that's actually how we met. So you had to get hurt in order to meet the right woman that God had for you. Yep, and, you know, I think, uh, you know, I'll be the first to tell you, and so would she. I'm pretty hard-headed, and I typically do everything the hard way the first time. So, Well, speaking <laughs> of doing everything the hard way the first time, you're a journeyman electrician. So, yes, and, and, and that's no small task, to be a journeyman electrician, because there, there's a lot to be learned there. How in the world did you move from being a journeyman electrician from Kentucky moved to Florida in in the height of the building craze in 04 when you moved here. I mean, things were absolutely out of control in 04. How did God move you to be an Office Pride franchise owner? Well, basically, uh, again, the long story short, um, I was I was going to school in Kentucky to be an electrician, and I lost I lost my job, and it was, for me, it was time for a change. I had friends that lived down here, and work was everywhere. So they said, you know, come down, stay with us, stay on your feet. So I moved to Fort Myers. I literally um, put clothes and tools in my truck, put everything else in storage, sold my house, and left. Um, and uh, got down here, um, had a job inside of three days, and I chose a contractor that would help me pay for my schooling. So basically, I went to school for four years at night while working um, and got my journeyman's license. And then, you know, time creeps on and um, and the uh, economy, you know, the downturn happened mm. in 08, 09. And um, a lot of people, if you, you know, if you don't experience a tourist economy, 
it's very hard to understand. But when times are good, the places where there's a lot of tourism are like even better. And then when times are bad, it's 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 a you know it's a pendulum effect. It's yes. just, it's just it's worse there than anywhere else in the country. And basically. Um, in a matter of three months, the company I work for, which I was a superintendent slash foreman, um, we had 80 some guys in the field. And in a matter of three months, I was number 10 from left and I got laid off. So there was nine after me. It was a very rough time in, in especially in 2008, 2009, in Fort Myers, Naples area, the unemployment was somewhere in excess of 25 to 30% and foreclosures yep. were well in excess of 50% of the houses down there in Fort Myers. So the, at what point in time did Crystal enter your life then? Was it, did, was it while you're still being an electrician or was it after that? Yes. Yeah. I was still doing construction work and we met, we dated for, I think a year, year and a half and we got married. Um, and, uh, um, so I was still doing electric work, and then the downturn happened. And I, you know, I'm from Eastern Kentucky, and where I'm from, if you can't do a lot of different things, then you just you don't eat. It's it's just that simple because there's not a lot of work there. Right, but so I, Kentucky, I, I, I wear kill, a lot of hats. Yeah, but so, in Kentucky, you can kill your food to eat it in Fort Myers. <laughs> that's right, can't. and I can do that too. But uh, <laughs> but basically, I've always worn a lot of hats. I've done a lot of different things in my life. And when I got laid off, you know, I, mean, I grew up doing farm work. I grew up cutting cutting tobacco, pitching hay, milking cows, doing that sort of thing. So I'm not afraid to do anything. And um, basically. I started fixing stuff for people and I was in an office fixing a light fixture and somebody said, you know, we need to get our office clean. And I said, I'll do it because I have bills to pay. So that's where it started. Um, and it was Lord led. The Lord had kind of put it on my heart to start doing maintenance for people anyway. So I kind of started that. And then this opportunity happened and I had my own standalone business, uh, for six years um, and then in that process, bumped into um, Julie McAdoo, and she kind of led Gene White to me. And uh, Gene and I went back and forth for about a year. Who uh, he was a salesman for Todd there, and um, you know, and and one thing led to another, and I finally caved in. Okay, so let's just step back into this because I know a little of the backstory. So, for six years, you're running your own business. You and Crystal having kids in that period of time too. Yeah, um, in 2000, uh, 2011, yes. We okay. had our first set, uh, we had a, a set of twins, our, our two daughters. Oh, our see, first two. you went right into it. You didn't, you didn't ease yep. in having kids. You went in exponential. Okay. All right. So, were you, how are things balancing? I mean, how are you balancing things? Running your own business. You got twins at home. You're, if the economy was rough, I mean, where you were at was tough, tough, tough. How, how are you doing with your work life balance? Um, doing whatever I had to, there wasn't really much work life balance because one of those twins, um, uh, was born with a pretty severe heart, heart condition. So we were basically living life one day at a time. I mean, mm. you know, we were doing whatever it took to pay the bills and get by and take care of those kids. You know, there really wasn't much of a work life balance. So at what point then, um, I, you know, just trying to connect the dots then, <clears throat> did you, did you start looking for a way to make a difference in your business or were you, I know you made this connection now with office pride, but how did that, how did that come into what was actually the happen? Yeah, the, why. the why is, the why is burnout. Um, mm-hmm. I had gotten my own business as big as I could get it. 
Um, you know, and basically I didn't understand the structure that was needed to scale a cleaning business. So I was literally working, you know, 80 plus hours a week Mm -hmm. and Crystal and I for probably six or eight months before I ever even met Julie, basically had come to the point where we were going to sell the accounts I had and I was just going to go back to working for somebody because I just couldn't keep up anymore because there was no work-life balance. I was burned out. Mm-hmm. And um, and lo and behold, you know, well, hang, God on, brought- hang on, hang on. When we get back, yep. the rest of that uh-huh. story, we'll hear how <laughs> Crystal and the twins recovered and how your work-life balance came into somewhat of a balance and how Todd Hopkins and his team at Office Pride Commercial Office Cleaning Services, OfficePrideFranchise.com came to your rescue and helped you get some balance in that. You're listening to I Work For Him as we are talking with Todd Hopkins from Office Pride Commercial Office Cleaning Services. Commercial Cleaning Services. Todd, I always say it wrong, don't I? I always say Commercial Office Cleaning Services, but it's Commercial Cleaning Services, isn't it? That's right. I'm sorry, Todd. So okay. I hope you won't be too mad at me. We're talking about, you've got franchise opportunities available all over the country. We do. Yeah, right in our radio listening audience, you've got some very specific places you'd like to plug some people in. I know you've mentioned on past broadcast Brandon and St. Pete. Yep. Okay. Uh, I know that one of our listeners became a Jacksonville franchisee, mm-hmm. but there's still room for another Jacksonville franchisee. Yeah, we can use the extra one in Jacksonville, uh, St. Augustine, uh, certainly Brandon and St. Pete you mentioned, but anywhere in the Tampa Bay area, we we just uh, looking to really grow this market. We could help somebody achieve their dreams of growing a commercial cleaning business. And in our listening audience in the Hampton Roads, Virginia area, you've got room up there too, right? Absolutely. I was just there. That's a great area. There's buildings as far as the eye can see. So if you're interested in owning a business of your own, why not give us a a look, officepridefranchise.com. It's more than just owning a business of your own. If you're interested in owning a business of your own, having somebody tell you the secrets to making it successful and having all of it centered on glorifying God, that's why you should call. Yeah, yeah. And I tell you, the folks we have up in that Hampton Roads area now, they're just awesome Christ followers and just love them. They've been part of our organization for a long time. So there we, not only would somebody become a franchisee, they would have regional coach right there in your area to work with you and help you grow. That sounds very appealing. And, you know, one of the things that I just want to highlight for our listeners is the fact that pretty much every franchisee, Todd, that you've brought on the show, they weren't like saying, I'm looking for a business to clean offices. They were looking for something different, something to turn in their life, looking for something that had some great principles, structure, things that you guys can offer. And it happened to be that the business is cleaning offices. So um, talk to that for our listener, just as they, they might be in a place where they're saying, you know, I'm just not feeling that I'm where God wants me to be. Um, what could, what could they, how could they connect and what would that look like with Office Pride? Yeah, Martha, that's a great point. I would say most of our franchisees uh, don't come in thinking that, that they're going to actually have a commercial cleaning business someday, but they did know that they really wanted a business. They wanted financial independence. They wanted to be their own boss. They didn't want to work for somebody else anymore. Maybe they just wanted to build some equity for the future or, or get something started that their kids could take over. So really, folks come, they have this dream that they're trying to achieve, and they just need somebody to help them achieve that. And we kind of become that who for them, who can help them. We have the brand, we have the systems and structures, and then they kind of fall in love with commercial cleaning because it is a, a good industry. It's recession uh, recession resistant, and it's just, you know, the opportunity to scale is tremendous, and we've got a great brand, a great team to help them do that. So. I would say cleaning wasn't first on their list. It wasn't first on my list. 
but it's a great business and a lot of people they like the faith-based culture and they want to you know take a good look to see if they could fit inside what we have to offer in the 27 years you've been running office pride franchise.com you've never seen a lack of dirt in the office environment have you offices they keep getting dirty uh, restrooms have to be clean the carpet has to be vacuumed and the trash has to be taken out so regardless of what the uh, the economy's doing our services are needed and so we've seen that even in tough economy actually when the economy's tough, it works in our favor a little bit because there's more people wanting part-time cleaning jobs. Uh, and and quite frankly, in the franchise world, there's more people that are looking to start their own business when the economy is struggling than there, than there are when the economy's solid. They're going for that next higher-paying job. But when the economy's struggling, they're looking to start a business because they realize they don't want to be dependent on a, a big employer anymore. They Let's get out there and build our own. So... Really, when the economy struggles, it, it works to our favor just a little bit. So why don't you direct our listeners? You have something on your website that they can download that it like teaches that t- talks about the culture of Office Pride, which might be a really good first step for somebody that is intrigued at all about this conversation. Sure. We own OfficePrideFranchise.com. We have an Office Pride culture book, so you can go there. No cost. You can uh, download a copy of that book, and it's about an 80-page book that will it's an interv- it's a we hired writers to interview our franchisees to explain how our core values work in our business and so it's a great chance for you to look under the hood and then if you're interested you can inquire and, and somebody will reach out to you all right let's head back to fort myers florida todd hopkins and why don't you reintroduce our guest that you brought on for us today yeah well today we have bill staggs in fort myers so you know bill and crystal their office pride franchisees they they come on board in 2016 but as we heard earlier uh, he'd been in business like six years or so and i'm and we watched him build uh or you know well he described the business that he had and uh he had a certain size business i think they were doing you know quarter million dollars a year in business or something like that but he was just working his butt off Uh, he really you know we saw someone in bill who could build something significant i mean that bill's a smart guy he executes he follows through but he really was uh, wanting a brand and wanting structure. And, and so he became an Office Pride franchisee, and it's been a beautiful thing. But, Todd, you said when you interview, uh, when people are, you're talking about potential future franchisees, you're always trying to see if they're a good fit. Yep. If Bill had an issue, do you want Bill to tell us his issue? <laughs> Bill, well, what was your issue? When you, when you were saying, I, I think maybe I want to go to Office Pride franchise, what was your issue, your biggest issue? Uh, it's structure. I mean, I, I couldn't scale. I didn't know how to scale my business, um, and, and get my life back. And, um, basically, you know, in, in the almost three years, under three years, um, through the training that Office Pride has provided, you know, uh, and the help, I mean, my business has tripled. Yeah, Bill, I mean, Bill's done a fantastic job because, and Jim, to answer your question too, about what we're looking for is someone who would follow systems because it's very hard sometimes when you have an independent, uh, somebody that owns an independent cleaning service out there, then you say you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And so a lot of times they're well, not good willing. thing is Bill's a young guy. He is a young guy. <laughs> they, they're not willing to follow uh, systems. And, 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 and so we see that sometime with some cleaning companies. But in Bill, we saw somebody that says, I want this, I'm, I'm all ears, and he listened and he has done something great with his business. Okay, so but what was the first thing you did to help Bill? Because you're converting his business from being his own, 
Yep. And you're grabbing Bill and Chris, and you're like, okay, what was the first thing you did? Did, did you train him how to expl- expand right away? No, no. The the last thing he needed at that point was more customers. He needed structure. Uh, he had to get his life back. Uh, we put our top guy, uh, started working with uh, Bill directly, uh, Jerry, from our corporate office, and taught Bill how he could go out and, and, and structure himself, get a manager in place. And then him and Crystal were able, were able to take their first vacation in years just to get a break. He needed to recharge. And so uh, that's what had to happen first. So once that structure was in place, and and so six months later was when it was time to start talking about, okay, how do we help you grow this thing to the next level? So, Bill, let's get a little bit transparent here. So you six years on your own. You got a quarter million dollar business. Uh, so you're doing pretty good, especially considering how unbelievably difficult that Fort Myers market was, the unemployment being so high, housing foreclosures being monstrous. You've grown a business, yet it has taken over your life. Was your marriage being damaged by your workplace? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to have any relationship when you're working 80 plus hours a week. What about your relationship with your kids? You've got five children. How was your relationship yep. with your kids? Well, as they came along, I mean, basically you're there for their birth and then, you you know, you see them intermittently throughout the week because you're working and you're just, you know, your ship's in the night. And uh, you don't, again, you don't really have any kind of decent relationship uh, until you can get things in place and, 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 and not have to work that 80 hours a week. So what was it that God did to get your attention to say, Bill? Uh, he, he got the proverbial green-treated two-by-four out and whacked upside the head. What was it that he used to get your attention to say, hey, you're neglecting your relationship with your wife, your kids. I'm imagining if your wife was neglected, your kids were neglected, I imagine your relationship with the Lord was neglected as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and um, you know, this, this is where, you know, miracles happen, and this also speaks to how how God really knows each each one of us, and I really think the miracle happened uh, before I I ran in you know to Julie and Jean and got and 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 met Office Pride. You know he he let me beat my head against the wall for a good six or eight months to soften it up. Mm-hmm. Um, then those things started to fall in place, you know, and um, and one thing led to another. But I think. I think one of the most interesting things uh, for me is when I sat across the table from Todd, and um, and Todd didn't, you know, he didn't ask me, you know, what I wanted. He asked me uh, questions to figure out if I was going to be a fit for Office Pride, and I caught that um, during the process of coming on, and that's well, that's one of the things that really, for me personally. Um, convinced me that this was this was the the place for me. Why? Well, because why? He, I mean, what was it about? I mean, you, what do you mean? By because that? he's well. I mean, Todd's not out just to sell franchise. Todd wants people who are gonna who value the systems and value the uh, the culture of the business and are gonna work together with everybody. Um, that's what he wants, and he's not out just you know like a used car salesman trying to to, to sell systems. He he wants to grow his business, you know, the Office Pride brand the right way, and um, and that's what impressed me. You know, that's what impressed me about him. So, Bill Staggs, as you've been now with Office Pride almost three years, well, it'll be, it'll be three years in July, 
you've converted your business over. You've grown your business. Talk to us about, I mean, that's great. We love talking about business. We love talking about Office Pride because you are an, you are a result of really being mentored and discipled by, by people at Office Pride. How yep. is your marriage today? How's your relationship with the Lord today, your marriage today, and your kids today? Oh, everything is, is uh, you know, five times better. Wait least. a minute. Crystal's you know? on the phone. She wants, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Take April Fool's Day. Come on. Take it easy, Bill. Come on. All right. Yeah, no, everything is, is is much better today. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a realist, so there's no, no such thing as perfect, perfection on this on this earth. But um but they're hands down, there's no comparison between today and, and two years ago. So if we called and talked to your kids, the ones that are old enough to remember, would they say, Yep, we get more dad time today than ever yep. before? Absolutely. Yep. So has it been worth it, the the sacrifice of giving up your own thing and becoming an Office Pride franchisee? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even, I mean, it worth it, 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 that almost sounds like, you know, I had to give things up. I mean, the, tr- the truth of the matter is, is uh, with Office Pride, you know, you get industry standard business coaching that literally would cost you tens of thousands of dollars a year. You know, and you're just not going to get that anywhere. And if you do get it, you're going to have to pay through the nose for it. So, again, I don't think it's about giving anything up. I think it was just the logical next step to my to my business. That sounds fantastic. And you answered that question just the way I thought you would, because it is a huge investment, but it's had such huge payback for you and your family. You're listening to I Work For Him as we are. We're kind of virtually in Fort Myers, Florida today. We've got Todd Hopkins in the studio with us today as we celebrate April Fool's Day. We would love to hear about your favorite April Fool's joke. You can call on the listener line, 866-713-9675. I could use some new ideas for next year. Uh, but... Todd Hopkins has invited one of his franchisees out of Fort Myers, Florida. Yep, Stolen, Florida. We love that. We don't reach all the way to Florida on the radio waves, but just about to North Fort Myers. We got Bill Staggs on the line. Todd Hopkins, what was it about Bill Staggs' story that you wanted to make sure that we heard today? Because there was some, there was a reason why you and Scott Ramsey said, Bill Staggs, he's a guy we should talk to. Well, I'll tell you the way we found him. We had a franchisee who picked up a regional bank chain. And uh, so they called the uh, local chamber of commerce in Fort Myers and said, man, we're looking for a commercial cleaning company, somebody we could really, really trust who would do a great job with very uh, special customer that we have. Who's the very best that you know? And they referred us to Bill. And then when we, we you know, learned more about Bill, he had a, a business going, uh, but we saw somebody who had tremendous potential but he was burning the candle at both ends, working 80 hours a week to satisfy those customers. And and we knew we had the structure and the systems and the brand that could help him. So, But it took a while. It, it, it seems like it did take about a year of talking back and forth before Bill finally um, uh, pulled the trigger and come on with Office Pride. And it's been fun to watch him grow. Actually, I think he had four kids at the time and one on the way. So um, it's been kind of neat to see the family evolve since then. So, Bill, one of the things that we love to do on I Work For Him is to to be real with our listeners to, so that they're learning from other people in whether it's in business or whatever their, um, you know, whatever their workplace is. And so what I would like is for you to be real with us for a moment and just kind of share maybe what is a challenge that you have faced either as a business owner or growing the business or whatever, you know, area you want to share about and how your faith has helped you with that challenge. 
Yeah, I think um, no matter the industry, the um, the greatest the greatest challenge is um, is always employees. You know, um, and I am fortunate to have um, a great many uh, good employees, but I also have your standard run of the mill employees, um, and sometimes that's difficult. But where where faith comes in, and where and where uh, you know you you just trying to help people with accountability and it takes faith to deal with people every day because you know <laughs> not everybody has that relationship with god right some people act out and do things you know that they shouldn't do so you're and, saying um, people are a challenge that's what you're saying people are a challenge how many employees do you have i ebb and flow between 35 and 45 just depending on what time of year, that, that kind of stuff. So between what? 35 and 45 people, that, that's phenomenal. What an incredible gift, though, you've been given to help provide for 35 to 45 different yep, families. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. what's the biggest challenge? I mean, I mean, are you praying for these people? Do you, do you hire supervisors or Jesus followers who make sure that the people are getting prayed for? I mean, how do you structure to make sure that your faith is at the center of your operation? Basically, I try to, you know, be that uh, that city on a hill. I mean, you know, no man likes a candle and hides it under under a bushel. You know, uh, you know, Christ said, you know, uh, love love your enemies. You know, pray for them that despitefully use you. And quite honestly, you know, on a, on an employee level, unfortunately, there's a lot of times when that is the case. You know, um, you know, my managers and I and and the business gets can be treated pretty awful by employees. But it's when you don't react to that, um, and you you know, and you and you still come back, you know, with a uh, you know, with a soft answer, you know, with accountability, um, you know, you try to be that light and show them that you know, life doesn't have to be this way. You know, you don't have to feel this way. You don't have to take these actions. You know, um, and that's how that's that's the witness. You know. So one of the things that um, you know also. How are you getting fed locally um, to help you in living out your faith in your work? Are you connected to any organizations or groups of people or people locally that are helping to mentor you? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I uh, obviously you know, have my church, <clears throat> excuse me, my church family. But um, overall, I try to stay in touch with folks, you know, at corporate mm-hmm. um, to, to get mentored in the business. And then... I, I try to make sure that my relationship with God is good every day. I mean, I have I study and read daily and try to um, try to use whatever difficulties that come and learn a lesson from that and try to figure out what God's trying to teach me. But in Fort Myers, there's a phenomenal <laughs> Christian Chamber of Commerce. And also, I know Next yep. Level Church, which has lots of locations there, has their advanced one-day event, which they get a 1,000 people to come. And uh, Christ followers out there in, in business getting together in one, one place. Do you ever get an opportunity to get interactive with other Jesus-following business owners? Yeah, yes. Um, I've done. I've been to the advanced one-day event several times. And last year, um, Office Prize was actually a sponsor. Nice. Um, so we did that. Um, yeah, we, we get out and stuff and, and, and talk to different people. We also do a lot of job fairs um, with local churches. You know, uh-huh. Fort, Fort Myers is one of those areas that is, you know, it's full of snowbirds. Obviously, right now you're going, I, 
I'm really grateful they're paying my taxes, but the traffic's gotten out of control. I mean, yesterday to get into the Twins game, you know, the uh, spring training, spring training. Well, it was, a, I guess, it was a week ago or so. Spring training, but spring training time's crazy, you know, those kinds of things. But how do you how do you deal with the fact that you you've got a, a combination of a whole bunch of people that are just down there to retire and a whole bunch of people trying to service the people that are down there to retire? What's the biggest challenge in getting new customers in your area? You know, I, that's a hard question. You know, the big, the biggest challenge um, is is trying to to get a customer who understands what they're buying, because quite frankly, Office Pride is not apples to apples with most of our other competitors. We're actually, you know, a step above the rest. You know, um, what you know, what's your favorite type of apple, Martha? She's an oh, apple well, I'll go with today. I'll say a Fuji. Okay. Well, <laughs> that Office Pride is, is a Fuji apple, and all of our other competitors are all the other brands, are the Granny Smiths and Golden Delicious, you know. Mm. And that's the hard part is educating the customer for what they're buying because in the commercial cleaning market, there are three different business models. You know, an office pride, in my opinion, um, has the best business model, and and the service that the customer gets is driven by the business model. And office pride has a customer friendly business model. Hmm. So it's customer friendly. It's employee friendly. So if somebody's out there considering, hey, I've been thinking about running my own business. I, until today's show, I never thought about an office pride commercial cleaning services franchise found online at officepridefranchise.com. What's one thing they should, why they should look up and go to the website, officepridefranchise.com. What's the number one reason they should consider buying an office pride franchise? Uh, because of the, the culture of the home office. I mean, that's really at the end of the day, uh, when you got people backing you up and helping you, they're, you know, helping you achieve and grow your business and teach you, you just can't beat the support. I mean, you really can't. You know, I, I know, excuse me, I know many people who own different businesses um, all over the country. Uh, and some of those other people own franchises in other industries. And besides maybe Chick-fil-A, I, I don't hear people boast about the help that they get from their corporate office like like Office Pride. Another free plug right here, and I work for him. Of course, we all like Chick-fil-A. That's God's chicken. Todd Hopkins, Bill Staggs just said that there's no comparison between a Fuji Apple and all those other kind of apples or Office Pride and those other fran- those other com- cleaning service franchisees or franchises. Talk to us about, I mean, when the Lord inspired you to do this 27 years ago, did you ever imagine that you'd be setting an industry standard? Well, I, I had a dream, uh, that's for sure. I mean, but uh, as far as industry standard, I mean, we have our way of doing things and that's, that's who we are. That's our culture. So, there are others who do things differently and who believe they may be setting an industry standard. So I can't say that we're setting a standard as much as we've, we've established the way we do business, the office pride way. And then we look for people who like that, who will fit in our culture and we enjoy each other and it's, it's good to work together. And certainly Bill is one of those. And we're looking for more people just like him. Bill Staggs, I want to thank you for joining us here in I work for him all the way from Fort Myers, Florida. Thanks for being on the show today. 
Oh, no, you're welcome. I, I appreciated the opportunity. Yeah, it's been great hearing your story. Make sure next time we talk to you that we get a little bit of that crystal perspective because <laughs> I'm sure she would have made things crystal clear. Okay, enough of that. Thank you, Bill Staggs. Appreciate it. All right, Todd Hopkins, with our one minute left, let's put a plug out there. People are thinking, wow, Office Pride, we've heard about this. Here's another great testimony of an Office Pride franchisee. How do they get in touch with you? Yeah, the best way to find us is just through our website, officepridefranchise.com. And I just want to ask all you listeners out there, even if you don't know someone right here in the listening area, maybe it's somewhere else in the United States, and maybe there's some relatives, someone you know who would be a good fit for us, who we could help grow a business. So it's not limited to just this I Work For Him listening area. That's right. The listening area is the entire United States because of the podcast. Thank you, Todd Hopkins. It is. OfficePrideFranchise.com, OfficePrideFranchise.com. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, definitely our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.